Human behavior has always been a mystery. Why do people do what they do? Why do they react one way when we expected something else? How do we learn to understand, connect with, enroll, engage, align with people most effectively? Hi, I'm Christine Cummerford, founder of Smart Tribes Institute, and welcome to our Smart Tribes Crack the Behavior Code podcast. In each episode, you'll learn practical, easy to use tools to better understand and change human behavior. These tools will help your team outperform, outengage, outsell the competition. In other words, to become a smart tribe. Oh, and you'll find these tools super helpful in your personal life too. Let's go. Okay, so this is the why we lie and the neuroscience behind it. I'm fine. Of course I love you. I'll call you. No, you don't look fat in those jeans. We are liars. All of us (laughs) are liars. We lie to save face, to avoid hurting other people's feelings, to impress others, to shirk responsibility to hide misdeeds as a social lubricant to prevent conflict, to get out of work, and many more reasons. And as humans, we lie a lot. Now, deception costs businesses and government billions, ruins relationships, undermines what we care about, and even takes lives. The more white matter, and you can see my blog on the truth about how your brain gets smarter, or some might even say the more intelligent the neocortex, the greater potential a person has to lie. So Bella DiPaolo, PhD, a psychologist at the University of Virginia, has confirmed that lying is simply a condition of life. In her research, which you'll see on the show page, she found that both men and women lie in approximately one-fifth of their social exchanges that last 10 or more minutes. Wow. And over the course of a week, we deceive about 30% of people we have one-to-one interactions with. 30%. Wow. Women are more likely to tell altruistic lies um, to avoid hurting other people's feelings. Men are more likely to lie about themselves. DePaolo found that men lie more often to impress A typical conversation between two guys contains about eight times as many self-oriented lies as it does lies about others. Whoa. Your brain on lies. Three key parts of our brain are stimulated when we lie. First, the frontal lobe of the neocortex, which has the ability to suppress truth. Yes, It's capable of dishonesty due to its intellectual role. Second, check this out, the limbic system, due to the anxiety that comes up with deception, our amygdala is lit up. And yes, when we're lied to, our Spider-Man sense or Spidey sense here can perk up just as we can feel guilty or stressed if we're doing the lying. And third, The temporal lobe is involved because it's responsible for retrieving memories and creating mental imagery. So just for fun, 
add the anterior cingulate cortex because it helps in monitoring errors and the dorsal lateral prefrontal cortex because it's trying all the while to just control our behavior. The brain is busy, busy, busy when we lie. And it's far more peaceful when we just tell the truth because our limbic system isn't stressed out about lying and our frontal lobe isn't working overtime to inhibit the truth. Let's look at one place where we see a lot of lies lies at work. So the prevalence of lies is often at work or actually to get out of work. According to Zeddy's recent 2020 research, which we'll have on the show page, of over 1,000 Americans, they found 96% confessed to lying to get out of work. Here's the net net. The most common lies include feeling sick, 84%, family emergencies, 65%, doctor's appointment, 60%, or lying about a family member's death, 31%. On average, one person has used seven, seven different excuses to get out of work on different occasions. Only 27% of respondents who lied to get out of work actually regretted it. And 41% of respondents said that they would actually lie again. 91% of people making up excuses to get out of the office were never caught. Now, more men than women were caught lying, and only 27% of respondents who lied to get out of work regretted it, as I mentioned. And for those caught, 70% regretted lying. But despite not feeling bad about themselves for lying, 59% of respondents said they wouldn't do it again. And there's a silver lining. The older we get, the less compelled we are to lie to avoid work. So are we all pathological liars? Or do we need to look at why we feel compelled to make up stories instead of just telling the truth? Is lying to avoid work a cultural problem, at least in part? And what about people that don't experience regret when they lie? See, the stance of perpetual innocence or extreme entitlement and thus reality distortion is a topic that I've addressed in past blogs on borderline personalities. So you can check those out if you're curious. So what's the prescription for lying? Well, to reduce the amount of lying in your workplace, you'll wanna first look at how safe people feel. Is it okay to just tell the truth? Is it okay to fail? Is it okay to be human and not a superhero work robot cog in a wheel? Is it okay to have feelings and just need a break now and then? Find out. Here are three ideas. First, do regular employee engagement surveys. We will have uh, a link to our um, Safety Belonging Mattering Index sample on the show page. Next, use the emotion wheel. You'll see that on the show page at the beginning of each meeting to check in on how everyone is doing. Third, create support groups if people need a little extra help. So. Why do we lie? Because it works for us, temporarily at least. For fun, you might wanna join me in telling the five types of truth. And we'll have a link to that blog on the show page. And you'll notice not only how good it feels, but how much simpler it makes your life and how much easier it is on your brain. How often do you lie and why?
Thanks for joining me on this episode. Every listen, every share, every review helps others form their own smart tribes where teams are engaged, happy, and optimally performing. Together, you and I can help millions of people crack the behavior code in their organizations, families, and communities. I invite you to take two minutes and head over to smarttribesinstitute.com to discover more about how to form a smart tribe. See you there, and please tell your friends.